The Baggies Podcast on YouTube, giving you the latest news, views, and opinions on all things Albion. Join me every week for a new episode of The Baggies Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Hello and welcome back to The Baggies Podcast. It's been a disappointed week for the Albion fan base. We've lost 3-0 to Leicester in our first opening game, a game that finished about uh, two hours ago, and we're going to talk about that today. We're going to pick apart that game and talk about what exactly went wrong in our first game back in the Premier League. We're also going to be talking all things transfer rumours because there's still plenty of work to be done as shown today on the pitch at the Hawthorns today so there's going to be plenty of work to be done by the team at the Hawthorns to get this squad ship shape for Premier League survival so if you enjoy this episode make sure to drop a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or YouTube if you want to subscribe also there is the potential of me starting a new YouTubing football channel where I just talk about general football I think it's not Albion not completely Albion related obviously they might get a mention here and there but there will be more general football stuff so let me know if that's the sort of stuff you want to see and I will keep you updated on the progress with that but without further ado you guys have been getting involved in this episode as well giving me your pros and cons from today's game so if you enjoy the video and if you enjoy the podcast make sure you drop a follow on all of the respective podcast platforms so let's get straight into it so there's plenty to discuss in this week's episode of the baggies podcast so i guess there's only really one place to start and that is with our game today against Leicester City or performance all round from the Albion so we'll start going through it we'll go through it uh, event by event I guess um, it wasn't the best game in the end from the Albion we didn't really pose much of a threat to Leicester's goal we didn't really look like we were going to score or get a result well the only reason the only way we would have got a result I feel is if we did stop them scoring and that is an, against a very good side like Leicester is hard because they've got some fantastic players you know don't let the fact that um, you know a few of the better players were out injured and suspended so Johnny Evans was suspended Ricardo Pereira was suspended Madison only fit enough for the bench don't let that escape the fact that they still have some fantastic players in their side they had Jamie Vardy Harvey Barnes we know all about Harvey Barnes's quality uh, so, you know, don't let that escape the fact that there were some really good players on the bench. But let's start with the, let's start with the, the running, the running order of events, the, you know, the how things played out in the game. Uh, so we started off brightly. I'd say the first 25 minutes we looked pretty in control, pretty stable, pretty looked like we were holding our own. Uh, we got to half time and I think Leicester came out they had a bit of a kick up the backside at, um, at half time and they came out and after 56 minutes Timothy Cascagne scored a goal and Dennis Pratt crossed it over and he headed it in at the back post and then we then con continued to play okay we continued to hold off the Leicester's good play and stuff like that until Carl Bartley decided to push Vardy over and the referee gave an advantage and then gave the penalty Vardy then stepped up and made it 2-0 then Jamie Vardy made it 3-0 after O'Shea tripped James Justin inside the box and Jamie Vardy scored again so there's 3-0 all of those goals were preventable I mean, you look at Romain Sawyer's for that first goal, the ball was looped up in the air and somebody cleared it and he just sort of stared at it as it was go coming down and like looked at the sun and thought, I don't know, I think he thought the sun was too bright to go for that. I mean, he is a professional footballer and he looked incapable of looking up 
I mean, yeah, fair enough. It was a sunny day today in West Bromwich and across the Midlands, but surely you're able to, as a professional footballer, if you realise there's a chance people might score from the chance that you give away, you'd give all you can to look up and try and head the ball. You know, even if you aren't 100% sure where it is, at least go for it. Don't shield your eyes and turn away. I mean, it wasn't a direct cause of the goal, but if he'd have cleared it, they wouldn't have had the ball in that final third just didn't really make sense to me in, in, in that aspect as for Sawyer's actions the first half uh, Furlong looked pretty bright to me Furlong looked like he um, he had the better of James Justin but he didn't seem to test him after Justin got booked which annoyed me a little bit I mean it, it, we played a five at the back formation a bit of a confusing one if if I'm if you ask me we haven't played that since I think Big Dave was at the helm if, if I'm right in thinking, uh, and when we had uh, Jimmy Shan in charge a couple of seasons ago. So it was a bit of an odd one to play that now, and especially when the three you've got three centre-backs and one of them isn't Ahmed Higazi. Ahmed Higazi, for me, him and Semi are the two best centre-backs at the club. Dara O'Shea, I'd have given him a start for how well he played last season, whether that be at right-back or centre-back. you know, I don't see why we didn't just play a four. Maybe stick a holding midfielder in, or another winger, maybe somebody like Kyle Edward, Kamal Grasicki on the right hand side uh, and then let Pereira sit in the number 10 I feel like Pereira was just marginalised out the game he was just squashed to the touchline no room to move Leicester did a great job on him I mean he just couldn't really get out couldn't really make a difference uh, Leicester they were missing some players but you know in that first half they looked all over the shop at the back they looked like they hadn't really perked up like they hadn't really opened their eyes to the situation of the game Leicester and we looked like if we could have got something going got some chances got if we had a, a decent striker up front we could have started to break that break that line down because they were all over the shop at the back you know that, that essentially that back line does not play together very often you look at Kagya Sunchu and he is the only uh, fixture of that back four that's played there in that position really before James Justin I think he's just started to break into the team for Leicester Timothy Castagne is a new signing be it played very well today um, won his battles very well and played well uh, new signing from Atalanta that is Wilfred indeed he's a holding midfielder don't let that get away from you but he's a holding midfielder and looked at all at sea in that first half but we could not take advantage of it but if you think about that that uh, that second that first and second goal I'd say Dara O'Shea, he enough for that third goal had every right to go for that ball, and it was just you know it's a, you know some some of the, some of the things in that game you can't help, and the third goal of penalty was one of them. I think the first and second goal were incredibly preventable. You look at Sawyer's when that ball came up. I'm gonna have to apologise because the cars was beeped right outside my house, so hopefully that didn't get in on your audio. But if you if you think about the first goal and Romain Sawyer's when that ball was cleared and it just goes over his head and he just sort of watches it like and even you know even if you can't make an attempt to go and head that ball away at least when that ball drops us behind you you go to the player you go to you go to the player and you don't you don't stop you don't just stop and watch him play the ball. It was, an, it was a clever run by Dennis Pratt right down the side of the defence. Nothing we could have really done about that. Nothing we could. I, I, I just can't understand at the back post how how the lads ended up getting a head on it. Um, how the lads ended up getting a head on it. There were three players of ours at the back post: Semi Ajayi, Carl Bartley, and um, I think there was the lad uh, Kieran Gibbs as well there. So surely, if there are those three players at the back post and people at 
and only one player, let be it the same sort of height as Gibbs, Castagna is not a big player, he's a he, he's very small, has just come in and outleaped uh, Gibbs, fair enough here, he can outleap Gibbs, but if that's Bartley, if that's Samir Jai going for it at the back post, surely that you'd feel like they could win win the header against it, I just, I just can't get my head around it. And then for the second goal, Bartley, Jesus Christ, I'm, I, I can't understand what he was doing. I just it's just so preventable just just keep up with I know he's a fast player I know Barnes was break, breaking through down the left but surely Bartley you uh, you know you know that you can't just stick your hands around your man I'd have rather than just conceded just from a bit a good bit of skill from Barnes but instead you've made yourself look look a bit idiotic by starting to you know starting to play uh, you know, starting to put your hands all over Vardy. Any centre back would know if you stick your hands on the striker in the penalty area like that, they will go down like a sack of spuds. And the likelihood is the ref will give it because, you know, in the Premier League, refs are a lot smarter to things like that. They're not very smart to things like um, in the Championship, you know, not very smart to things like that. Um, but they are smart to things like um in the premier league they're, they're smart things like that you know it's, it's penalties are given away softly in this league especially now you've got var you know var will give you give away penalties for anything you know you could yeah it's just var will give you penalties away for anything you have to be extra careful and the fact that you're just putting your hands carelessly all over your man like that and against vardy you know vardy He's one of those players that's going to go down under that sort of touch. He's such a fast player. He'll go down under any touch. And he's, you know, he's just one of the a number of strikers in the Premier League that will do that. But you just have to look at it and think, could Bartley just stayed with his man and just defended it, like, you know, properly, like he should, like a good, good centre-back, a Premier League centre-half would do. But, you know, I, I hate, I, I don't want to moan for however long this podcast is going to be. I don't want to just sit and sit and whinge about, uh, about the performance. I mean, I have for the for the, you know the so, but you have to take from this game. It's the first game of the season. There are thirty-seven more to come. There are thir at the moment there are thirty-seven games that we're still in at the moment, and we still need points from. So at the moment we have to try and remain positive. There's still time in the transfer window. It's not like last season that by the thirteenth of September or whatever day it is today that the transfer window will be shut. It's not shut. There's still time to bring in players and there's still time to get other players in and there's still time to improve the squad and I'm I'm confident that we will do that. We have to remain hopeful here because you know if you start saying we're going to go down after one game then you know you know you probably you know players are going to see things like that on Twitter. Managers, coaching staff, the board are going to see that sort of stuff on Twitter and they're going to think Wow, our play, our fans really have confidence. You have to look at the players and think, you got us up last season. You did, the, you know. You you look at all that eleven, uh, all of those players. Uh, I think yeah, all of those players were in the promotion-winning squad, all of them. Uh, I think with the exception of David Button, nobody, nobody uh, in this match day squad wasn't in the promotion squads. So you have to look at them and think what a fantastic job they've got to do. And those players don't really deserve the they do deserve criticism for the way they played today. You know, they weren't they weren't good, they weren't remarkable by they weren't remarkable by a long chalk. But you have to look at them and think it's just uh, you know you think you look at them and you think are oh, some of them playing at their at their best level and at the hard the trying the hardest. I wouldn't say Sawyer's played 
uh, tried its hardest today. I say some players did. Uh, it's just uh, those players need support and they need help from better players to help them excel in the Premier League. So we, it, it, you just have to have a bit of confidence in Slaven that he'll get some results this season. At the moment, it's not it's not gone well. I mean, I was laughing at I was laughing at Fulham yesterday. <laughs> I was really laughing at how bad they were against Arsenal, but. There we are. I'd say Arsenal and um, I'd say Arsenal and also Leicester are on similar levels. So it's not all bad news at the moment. Hopefully it will go okay in the end. I feel like um, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of what's going wrong. I can't really tell you what went wrong today. I think it's just the lack of investment. You know, you see how many players in that squad. One player wasn't part of the championship squad, um, and that's David Button, our second-choice goalkeeper. So, the play, you've seen all the players before, um, and we've all seen the players before. We know what they can do. Most of them, championship quality. There's not in the, so we just just whether you know a lot of them untried. What I'm trying to say is a lot of them untried and untested in the Premier League. So untried and untested. I thought he'd actually get on a lot better in the Premier League. But today he gave me an indication that he would not. I was upset to see Field wasn't on the bench. There were talks of him starting. I would have probably... if It's up to Slavin, obviously, if he feels he's ready to give him a go. But if not, then, uh, yeah, it's it just been nice. It would have been nice to see Field start. Obviously, I'm a big fan of... I'm a big advocate of uh, of him. I, I've always liked his game. I've always liked how tidy he is. But he, he works hard for his team. Jake Livermore works hard for the team. Lots of players do. Sawyers, for me, hasn't worked hard enough for the team today. I don't think Robinson also has worked hard enough for the team today. I feel like he did uh, some good running, but it wasn't intelligent running. So, like, as a striker, you know when to press. You know when to make that running behind. But Robinson, the amount of times he got caught offside, you know, you, that's when you look and think, where's our striker? And then you think, oh, Austin would, could probably time his run right, right, yeah. And so could Carney. But when they get in on goal, they probably couldn't they probably couldn't finish the dinner. That's the problem. However, let's see what you guys think. Let's see what you guys thought of today's game. We've had a few responses on Twitter to your thoughts on this week's game. So let's have a look and see what you guys had a, a little think about. So I asked you a number of questions. Um, plenty of things uh, that I asked you earlier today so let's start with Paul Garbutt um, so I asked you on your thoughts for the game the best player for West Brom German how can we improve and who would you sign in the coming weeks so Paul Garbutt says a good opening 25 minutes and then fell apart uh, his best player was Samir Jai I'd have to agree maybe Furlong was quite good as well I think he would sell Sawyer's Bartley who will never make the step up to Premier League level uh, and he would also sign uh, Sa is it Conor Gallagher um, Colin Grant, uh, Philip Karinovic and Branislav Ivanovic Branislav Ivanovic close to joining the club Slavin Bilic has confirmed it could be done tomorrow uh, signing from Zenit St. Petersburg on a free uh, the Serbian lad I'd have to say I agree with Paul uh, to some extent but I probably wouldn't sell Sawyers I'd try and get rid of Bartley now you've got so many centre-backs on your books you think you just signed Kipre I can't see why Hegazi wasn't playing unless he's unfit or just you know out of shape or something but for me Hegazi's the best him and Semi Ajayi are the two best at the club I don't see why Bartley started over Hegazi Hegazi I would take every day of the week um, Sawyers I think he will come good I hope he does it's just it seemed like as soon as that game, 
as soon as they scored the first goal, his head went down. He just needs to focus on what his strong point is, and that is keeping the game flowing and dictating the tempo. There was none of that for today from him. It was lethargic performance from Romain Sawyers. I just can't believe um, how bad he was today. I, I'm a full confidence. I have full confidence in his ability. He's got a fantastic footballing brain, and will be a good Premier League player uh, in good time. Just today, not on it for me. Uh, so we'll talk. Uh, we got BTB here, who has said Sawyer's and our defence not good enough for Premier League. Furlong was his man of the match. He says he has no idea how to improve the side. Uh, a proper striker he wants. Uh, doesn't care who, just somebody better than Robson, Robinson and Robson Carney. I agree. Sawyer's and defence was not good enough today. I think the defence is good enough for the Premier League. If, you, if I'm being honest, O'Shea, Ajay, Hegazi, and Gibbs. You know, you look at Gibbs and Hegazi, they were Premier League quality when we went down. Hegazi was one of the best Premier League centre-backs. Uh, yeah, you know, everyone was talking about how he got such a bargain on our hands. Kieran Gibbs, always been a Premier League quality centre-back. It's just his injuries holding him back. That's the only thing. Uh, I don't think he was injured today, which is a good start. Um, I just feel like the five at the back just left us a bit frail. I feel like O'Shea, if he played right back or furlong, that would be okay. That would do, that would do. Uh, Ajayi and Hegazi for me are the two centre-backs that needs to start next week and just them it's just a decision on who's going to play uh, in the right back position uh, C Hawthorne says uh, we were good until the first goal Furlong was his man of the match we need to add quality and go from there really Grant will be a good addition and Gallagher will help Sawyer's looked lost someone needs to explain to him you don't get 10 minutes on the ball to decide what you're going to do with it um, yeah, you don't. He just looked like he got caught in possession a lot. You will get more time in the Premier League than the Championship. Players will give you more time because it is a bit more of a fo good football is expected to be played. So, for example, against teams, you know, against teams that are just going to sit back and play, you won't find many of them playing against us like that because they'll see us as a relegated threat, relegation threat inside. So they will try and come for us, but. Um, if we if we try if we just try and get in some players before next Saturday, I feel like we could get a result against Everton. They've beaten Tottenham one 0 today, so yeah, that was obviously a really good start for Everton um, with a fantastic new midfield. I must say, Decore, Allen, and Hamas Rodriguez coming in, two three marquee signings for Everton there, which is fantastic to see for them. They're really starting to build on some progress under Ancelotti at the moment, but. If we get in Grant and Conor Gallagher before the next game, I feel like that could be a bit of a piece in the puzzle for me. I still feel like Sam Johnston isn't the goalkeeper that we're going to need, but he's going to be have to be the one that we're going to stick with unless Button, unless it feels like Button's going to come in and do a good, a better job than Sam Johnston. But uh, apparently, Carl and Grant's talks are starting to stall. There have been less and less talk about him. Apparently, we wanted to give them 15. He wanted, they wanted 18. Um, we're in advanced talks with um, Troy Deeney apparently, but I just feel like Carlin Grant needs to come to us. He wants to, um, but yeah, we can't let one defeat define us at all. I've just seen that tweet. I've seen that sort of tweet earlier, but I feel like he's going to be fantastic um, if he were to come to the club, Carlin Grant. But Everton, I'm going to give my prediction for that game. Uh, we play Everton away. It's on BT Sports, so good that we're going to all get to watch it again. It's two weeks of uh, televised football from the Albion, and we're playing Harrogate uh, in the Carabao Cup, their first appearance in the Carabao Cup, or the League Cup, if you like. The EFL Cup, which is Harrogate's first appearance, which is great to be playing them, I guess. 
uh, on Wednesday night, sorry. And hopefully we're going to go and win. I mean, uh, full credit to Harrogate for getting into this, but we'd hope that we can put them to the sword. They're top of League 2 now, but they've got a fantastic squad going on and they've got a fantastic team ethic. Um, but, yeah, so that for the Harrogate game, I'm going to say 1-0 West Brom. I feel like we're going to play a few youngsters. And for the game on Saturday, I'm going to say a one all draw against Everton. I feel like we might just nick a point. Anyway, if you have enjoyed this uh, podcast from the Baggies podcast, make sure you go and follow me at Twitter at the Baggies pod. And make sure you go and check out um, the podcast episodes from before. So if you want to go and catch up on podcast episodes or you're looking forward to the next one, make sure you follow. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And make sure if you want to get in touch, just uh, let me know. Go drop me a message on Twitter. I'm happy to have whoever you'd like. Whoever wants to come on and talk all things Albion, I'm happy to have a fan reaction section of the podcast. But if you've enjoyed it, make sure you like and follow the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.